1: Good afternoon and the Most High in the name of Christ bless you. I am Josiah and welcome to our virtual living room where we examine recent events and other topics as they pertain to the Holy Scriptures. We give all praises to the Most High in Christ and we give thanks for God's generous mercy, grace, and forgiveness. just want to mention to everyone who's listening that the chat room is open and available for you to go in and Uh, Make comments or pose questions. Uh, Today's topic has to deal with uh, the day that's being observed right now, which is Mother's Day, and um, just want to read an excerpt from a website called I think it's Mother's Day Central. It reads: The majority of countries that celebrate Mother's Day do so on the second Sunday of May. On this day, it is common for mothers to be lavished with presents and special attention from their families, friends, and loved ones. Typically, a family in the United States will devote Mother's Day to activities in honor of mom, whether playing games, going out to dinner, talking, taking a weekend off, or going on a walk in the park. Flowers are popular, dating back to the original celebration, where Anna Jarvis handed out carnations to the church boards. It is also common to give mothers cards and chocolate candies on her special day. All right, so in most people's minds, that's what Mother's Day is all about. But to shed some light on this whole subject of Mother's Day, I have uh, four brothers here in the virtual living room with me. I have first off our brother, Kazakia.
0: Hey, shalom to the brothers on the panel. Shalom to all the listeners. All praises to the Heavenly Father in Christ. Definitely appreciative to the uh the Lord for the opportunity to participate again, and definitely look forward to dealing
2: with this uh, particular topic. And we also have Kabar. Thanks, Shalom, brothers and sisters. Good to be with you on a Sunday afternoon, giving all praise to the Most High First of all and to everything. And back with us again, we have Abaja. Hey,
3: Shalom to
1: everyone. And also joining
4: us, we have Ywanta. Yes, good evening to all. Um, our to Heavenly Father, thanks And
1: uh, a special drop in visitor, we have on the line, uh, brother Kakungabar. Kakungabar. Okay. Okay. Uh I, I see he's he's here with us but uh right now he's not responding. Um, brothers. As, as we've done for the past um, one or two programs, um, you know, we started off by you brothers basically uh, telling the audience how you qualified to shed light on these type topic, topics, you know, on things concerning uh, Mother's Day, you know, as far as the scriptures is concerned, how people should actually live their lives, the righteous approach to various uh, situations, circumstances. Uh, so would someone just please just step up to the plate and, and say how it is that you qualified to actually speak on these subjects?
0: Well, one thing, and first of all, the, the scripture says that we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved unto God. So the brothers on this panel have dedicated set amount of years to studying the scriptures as well as not just studying the Scriptures, but also living the Scriptures and uh, putting the teachings of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ into practice. And the Scriptures also tells us that uh, a good understanding have all they that, 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 that perform the commandments of the Heavenly Father. So the one thing that gives us credence is the fact that the brothers on the panel have dedicated years to studying the Scriptures, studying the teachings of Christ, and not just studying them, but living them. And that's what uh, and, that, and living them gives us that understanding of the commandments of the will of the Heavenly Father, and that's what gives us the credence. That's what qualifies us to sit and to be able to speak on these uh, diverse topics that we've been talking about.
1: Okay, that that sounds like someone you know who's like a doctor of theology or something. Is, is that kind of what it is? I,
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't put a title to it, but I will definitely say that uh, the brothers on the panel our brothers that are experienced in the application of the scriptures. We do have experience.
1: Okay. Well, I have have Okay.
3: Uh, this is 1 Peter 4 and verse 11, because people have to understand that as far as just understanding repentance goes, we all have to speak according to the word of the heavenly Father, and this is why I'm reading First Peter 4 and 11. It says, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever Amen. So the thing is, is that when it says we have to speak according to the oracles of God, that means that we have to speak according to what's written in this Bible through the understanding of Jesus Christ. So we can't, you know, that's where the authority comes from, and that's where the expertise, if you will, comes from as well, because Christ, Gives us the understanding of the scriptures, and this is what we have to speak according to.
1: Okay, uh, I, I see. It looks like the Karamo Bar is with us now. Karam, uh, so are you there? Okay. All right. Uh, brothers, with 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 that said, um, let me ask you: uh, How's your Mother's Day going? You brothers enjoying a good Mother's Day today?
3: I'll let anybody go ahead and answer that. It's it's just a it's just another day to me.
0: Now the days that uh we are we, we should be talking about was the recent passing of uh, the, the the day of Simon as well as the uh the regular Sabbath. Now, those days were, were some were some very beautiful days, you know, and uh those went well.
1: Okay. So now I know that's exactly what a lot of people are thinking. They're thinking, Oh, okay, day of assignment, you know, today is Mother's Day, you know, I'm out to dinner with my mother today. You know, we went out to breakfast this morning, brunch, and you're talking about day of Simon and his Mother's Day. Okay. So would you you go a little bit into explaining why you're, you know, you're talking about day of Simon and why not talk about Mother's Day?
2: Well, you know, the thing that the brother is doing, he's giving a contrast and showing the difference between uh, what's laid out in the scriptures as far as what we're supposed to be following and obeying and what the world dictates that we should be following and obeying. And the thing is that, like, like as Peter says, so should we say now, you know, we ought to obey God rather than man. You can look in the Bible and you can look through the history that the Most has chronicled for our nation, our people, the things that we should do, and you'll find uh, among the many events that the Lord has allowed to transpire where he has showed his hand directly, he has set up days of memorials or days of remembrance that come around annually every year, in which we recognize the acts, the mighty acts, blessings, mercies, grace of the Father days bestowed upon His people, and that's mm-hmm. which the brothers, and that is what the brothers are referring to in his day assignment. It is actually a period in time of the Greek invasion of the Judea homeland, where you had Judas Maccabees and his brothers under the uh, initial direction of their fathers who fought against the invading Greeks uh, and through the power of the Most High was able to gain the victory, reestablish the laws, statutes of commandments within the land, cleanse the temple, and allow the service of the Heavenly fathers to continue. That is the day that the, the brother is referring to that you can find written in the Bible. This day, uh, which actually doesn't exist, but I, it has been born out of the imaginations of the minds of men, along with the help of idolatry, it's this day called Mother's Day that people are supposedly recognizing today, that, however, is not found in the Bible, is not established by God. And as a matter of fact, as we go on, we'll see that these things have pagan, idolatrous origins, which is directly opposed and contrary to the will of the Heavenly Father and what is written in the Bible. Okay. But uh, uh, you want to, son,
1: when you start talking about celebrating days, you know, the better of all a, about the day assignment, okay? Here, here's a day uh, where uh, there was a series of events that took place where some people exercised their righteousness and accomplished some very good deeds. Um, when you consider Mother's Day, uh, there were a series of events that uh, led to Mother's Day. There was a war that was going on, the civil war. And as as a result of it, there was a woman, uh, if I remember correctly, that uh, wanted to start a day, or at least get the mother together to campaign for peace. And uh, that was in the United States. I think that was probably the progenitor of Mother's Day. Um, what would be wrong with doing that under those circumstances? Because it sounds vaguely... Uh, Similar, at least vaguely similar, to uh, the way the day assignment came about.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, your question is, I'm, I'm not understanding your question. Could you repeat your question again?
1: Yeah, what's what's wrong with observing Mother's Day? Because I mean, it, you know, they, they, there are some comparisons here between the way the day assignment came about, which is in the scriptures. Okay. In the way that Mother's Day came about, because, you know, with, with Simon, there were wars and so forth. And there were some uh, things that were accomplished that eventually ended up yielding peace. And uh, like Kabab pointed out, you know, the uh, temple being cleansed and so on and so forth. All right. With this Mother's Day thing, there was a the Civil War. Yeah. And then you had this woman who got the mothers together campaigned for peace. And eventually, in the United States, it became you known as Mother's Day. So why was why would there be something wrong with that? Because it's it's, it's vaguely similar to uh, the day assignment in that regard.
4: Well, you have got to look at it. This this woman is so sorrowful for an internal war of a mm-hmm. nation and left mothers um, motherless, to say uh, um, at least or whatever. But let's look at the bigger picture. How about all the mothers that had their children sold from them, separated from them, and from one end of this country to the next end. Um we're living in fear and terror. How about the mother that was raped in and carried so I mean I mean she's looking at this as as if this was something that was to be um upheld and this is that the, the eyesight of the man. Where, where was her where was her compassion before this? And besides, uh, we are to live our lives as the most high in Christ um stated for us. And and it's the children of Israel, the Heavenly Father always, always provided and had mercy. So it's the best that it's lived by the, the word of the Heavenly Father as the brothers who brought out. Because this right here, um, though it might have started like this here, it was. It, this is not really the beginning of it. It keeps evolving. It was something before here. But as we know it in this case, it's this. But it, when you look at a historical view from it, a uh, um, historical view from it, it, it shows that it goes into worshiping a, Deities and whatnot. So, I mean, the the thing is, it's the most high. Those days, like the brother brought out about Simon, as the heavenly Father delivering a, a nation, uh, he was the strength, a God of of a nation. Okay, this day here is not the strength of anything. This day right was just set up by what man think is right, and that's the thing. We're not we're not going to deal with that. Okay, um, so about I still
1: don't understand Why is it Why is there something wrong With a country Deciding that we're going to set this day aside One day to honor a mother And then when Father's Day rolls around Another day to honor the Father What's wrong with that Why would that be a problem
3: Well first and foremost You have to understand something In Leviticus the 23rd chapter The Heavenly Father gave us Our holy days Our high holy days That he wanted us to observe Okay when you go back you see how he gave us number one first and foremost the Sabbath okay which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown he gave us Passover he gave us the day of atonement the Feast of first fruits and when you go through the history of Israel then you see that how we uh, came to celebrate the feast of dedication of known otherwise known as Hanukkah okay and by the way that had nothing to do with any oil in the temple when you read it in the book of Mac- in the book of first and second Maccabees how that they came to be celebrated. Um, And the day of Simon Which uh, was mentioned earlier And you know the destruction of the Cana So the Lord gave us the holidays Or the high holy days that we were supposed to observe Because all of those days Had something to do with him right. Now I wanted to read something Because the thing is, is that We like the brother brought out We have to serve the heavenly father When you look at the origins of these days Okay they all go back to the idolatry That was being committed in the lands I want to go to a, to a couple of places real quick. I want to go to Deuteronomy chapter 12 and verse 29. And the reason why I'm going here and what's so important is that this is when the Heavenly Father was bringing us out of the land of Egypt into the land of Canaan. Okay. And people have to remember that all of the ruling powers on the face of that ever ruled on the face of the earth, they all had the same gods and goddesses and deities and things that they worshipped. They just called them by different names. Okay. I'm going to read Deuteronomy 3, uh, chapter 12, and I'm going to start at verse 29. It says, When the Lord thy God shall cut off the nations from before thee, whether thou goest to possess them, and thou succeedest them, and dwellest in their land, take heed to thyself that thou be not snared by following them. After that, after that, they be destroyed from before thee, and that thou inquire not after their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? Even so will I do likewise." Thou shalt not do so unto the Lord thy God. For every abomination to the Lord, which he hateth, have they done unto their gods. For even their sons and their daughters have they burnt in the fire to their gods. Whatsoever thing I command you, observe to do it. Thou shalt not add thereto, nor diminish from it. So the Lord is showing us, like, listen, he brought us out of the land of Egypt for us to worship him. So it's going to show you that all of the things the idolatry and the customs that they were following. He didn't want us to be concerned with that. And also, going into the land that he was given to us, he told us straight up that these things were a snare unto us if we followed them, meaning that following the customs of the nations and not following the commandments of the Heavenly Father would be a, a trap unto us to take us away from following his commandments. And he told us, listen, don't inquire. He says, inquire not after their gods, saying, how did these nations serve their gods? Even so will I do likewise. So when you see the origins of this day called Mother's Day and Father's Day and things like that, all of those things go back to a paganistic worship of some deity that they followed, Okay, whether it was the, the ruling nation at that time of Egypt, the uh, goddess Isis, whether you want to bring it up to the time of the Greeks and the Romans, where it was a festival unto um, – uh, what's the lady's name? Um, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and I can't even see it, uh, but anyway – I'll get it in a second, but uh, basically Sybil in ancient Rome. You got Rhea, okay, and the, the Greek mother of, of Zeus and Poseidon, okay? So all of these things, they just regurgitate themselves, okay? And even bringing it up into so-called modern medieval times uh, during the reign of Henry III when he brought in Mothering Sunday, which is what you see celebrated in a lot of these Christian churches right now, or so-called Christian churches. So these things and customs that people follow nowadays – have their roots in idolatry And the Lord said listen We're not supposed to be following those things okay. So that's I mean it, it's basically It's crystal clear
1: hmm. You know for, for some people it may not seem so crystal clear Because you have to keep in mind You know you got people that um, For generations now In the United States They have been observing Mother State. I mean they can go back you know, the mother, their grandmother, the great-grandmother, sometimes, you know, those generations are sitting, and then they may even have a door there, and they're, they're sitting there observing Mother's Day at a Mother's Day dinner or, so, or brunch or something like that. You know, and there's there's no thought at that time of any ancient god to anything like that. They're, they're not involved in that at all. So how is it that you can say, that what's going on is some type of pagan worship
3: Well the other thing you have to understand as well Let me go to uh, Ecclesiasticus and the Apocrypha And I'm going to read chapter 3 Okay This is how the Lord told us Because you go back to the 5th commandment Where it says honor thy father and thy mother I'm going to read that in Exodus real quick Okay I'm going to go to Exodus the 20th chapter I that's where it is Okay Exodus 20 and.
1: I think it's Exodus 20 and 12. While he's finding that, let me just mention, uh, Jimmy, if you're listening, uh, you are on air, so if you have a comment, you can uh, join us anytime you're ready.
3: Okay. Exodus 20 and 12, it says, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Okay. So the thing is, here it is, one of the Ten Commandments is to honor thy father and thy mother. Okay. And it says what? The purpose of that, it says that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And why was it important for the children to honor their father and mother according to the commandments of the Lord and not according to the world? Because I want to read it here. This is Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. It says, Hear me, hear me your father, O children, and do thereafter that ye may be saved. Because people don't understand that our fathers and our mothers were supposed to be instructing us out of the Bible and out of the, according to the example of Christ. Now, basically, most of, us are, most of us here and a lot of our listeners know that, you know, our parents, our grandparents and great-grandparents, they may have not had the, uh, the understanding of the Scriptures as far as what we have now, but the Lord gave them something to carry themselves forward. Okay. Uh, let's even go, like, to just our parents. You know, people are say, you know, it's all about family and things like that. And we have to understand that, yeah, I, we honor our father and mother, but we honor them according to the scriptures, okay, because our parents taught us according to the best thing, you know, the best knowledge that they had. But I'm going to read what the scripture says. It says, For the Lord hath given the father honor over the children and confirmed the authority of the mother over the son, the sons, whoso honors his father makes an atonement for his sins. And he that honoreth his mother is as one that layeth up treasure. So when you read down in this chapter, it goes into those things and the blessings that would come upon the children if they were to honor their father and their mother according to the commandments. because you have numerous examples in the scriptures when you read through like first and second kings and chronicles of different people who had fathers and mothers that instructed them contrary to the scriptures, okay? So when it says honor thy father and thy mother, it's meaning that the things that our father and mother are teaching us according to the word of the heavenly Father, through the example of Christ, those are the things that we're supposed to observe. Okay.
1: So now you got you got to understand what you what you're asking someone to do is to uh, take a look at what this information that you're revealing and change a practice that goes back for generations. So this first of all, it's probably just shocking for anyone to hear this to begin with, okay? I mean, it's like, what, A Mother's Day? I mean, yeah, Halloween, yeah, I can see that. You know, that's the money. You know, there's something wrong with that. But Mother's Day? I mean, you know, you just follow the Scripture in the Ten Commandments. It says, honor your mother and your father, right? So here, here's an instance where people are actually honoring their mother. That's, that's the intention. That's the intention in your heart. And they can't see anything wrong with that at all. And, and besides, I mean, you heard, heard the saying before, family is the most important thing. You know, so here's a family member that they're giving honor to. So you're bringing these things out. How can someone find a way to learn to accept what you're bringing out here? You know, when this when this has such appearance of so, so much innocence and so much well, good will.
3: Okay. Let's go to what Christ said about, Mother, father, mother, brother and sister. Okay. Give me just a second.
0: You're talking about Matthew the twelfth, chapter forty eight and forty nine. Yes, sir. You know, and while you're looking Go ahead, I I apologize. What I was about to say was none of the brothers on this panel are saying that you don't honor your parents. Don't honor your mother. What these brothers, what what, what we are saying on this panel is we have to honor both our parents, not just mothers, mothers excuse me, but both our parents in accordance to how the Heavenly Father in the scriptures has outlined it for us to honor our parents.
3: So, got it right here.
0: The Heavenly Father showed us and told, us, told us in the Old Testament and the New Testament, honor your parents, honor your father, honor your mother. We're not saying don't do that. We're saying we have to do these things according to how the Lord outlined it for us in the scriptures and not according to how this society dictates that we honor our parents because, according to this society, this society dictates all right, you pick the first Sunday in May, you take your mama out to eat, so forth and so on, etc., etc. However, when you get into the, uh, the history behind this day, as brothers have alluded to, and Lord, when we'll get into it, it is based and established in idolatry. Now, the Heavenly Father has told us in 1 Corinthians, uh, uh, First Corinthians, 1st chapter, like 10th verse, that we, well, excuse me, 10th chapter, I apologize. That we're supposed to flee from idolatry, meaning we're not supposed to have any type of association or affiliation with the worship of other gods. And Mother's Day is st- is strictly founded or established in idolatry. So not, we're not supposed to have anything to do with that. That doesn't mean that we don't honor our parents. We just honor them according to how the Lord outlined it for us to honor them.
3: Okay. Right. I got I the think, scripture I right think, here.
1: Okay, and I think we, we need to get back
3: to that whole thing about idolatry, but go ahead, Abadjah. Okay. And this is this is a, a, the words of our Lord Jesus Christ concerning family. Okay. And the thing is, again, the point is, is that the whole thing dealing with repentance is that we have to come back and follow the scriptures according to the example of Christ as it is written. Christ said, now this is when Christ was out teaching, and this is a, an event that happened. I'm in the book of Mark. And I'm reading chapter three, verse thirty one. It says, There came then his brethren and his mother
4: standing
3: out, standing without, sent unto him, calling him. So just to set the stage here, Christ is teaching the people, and his brother, his brothers and his mother were standing outside, basically it, were there, and they were calling him. They were trying to get his attention. All right. It says, And the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked round about on them which sat about him and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of God the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. So now we have to ask the question, was Christ basically, was our Lord basically dishonoring his mother when he said this? No, he wasn't, because Christ gave us the edification of the commandments. He didn't go contrary to them. What he's showing us is that, according to the example that we're supposed to follow, our mother, brother, and sisters are those that do the will of the Heavenly Father. That's how we honor our mother, our brother, and our sisters, and our fathers. Okay, the things that we, the understanding that's taught in the world is, well, family is more important important than anything else. can't put nothing before family. Christ said, listen, he's showing us in this example right here, and he took that opportunity to show his disciples, listen, yeah, family is important as long as it's according to the Scriptures and as long as they're doing the will of the Heavenly Father. That's how we base our family and our affiliation, not discounting or having to what? Because he didn't cut off his mother. He didn't cut off his brethren. He still dealt with them. Why? Because that example still has to be shown to those that don't have the understanding, and that's a very, very important thing for people to understand is that, you know, in following Christ, that doesn't mean that we just stop dealing with people who don't want to follow or who don't understand because that's the reason why the Lord gave people that understanding so that they can be a light unto the world and be that example for them to follow.
1: That's that's kind of of tough to swallow there. You know, because, you know, here here you have someone who for, for years now, they've been participating in this observance of Mother's Day and now you're indicating that there's some ties to idolatry and paganism. And yes. and, and now you're, you're even going further to say that uh, Christ is saying that family don't come first. You know, yeah. you know, so now you're actually suggesting that the Scriptures is telling you that if you go about doing some things as a result of something that you understand from the Scriptures and your parents ain't cool with it, did
3: you just let them be upset? Christ already explained, because the thing is, and and I and, and I have to say this, because the world teaches us that you can do all kinds of mischief and beat up on your parents. Those are the examples that we see, uh, curse out your mother and father, but this one day of the year comes around and, oh, now you are you are an evil, wicked person because you don't want to honor your mother or your father on this one day, but all the 300 and some odd other days of the year, you are out being, a, you know, just a, a gremlin. Okay, that that's the hypocrisy of the world That's why we have to come back And follow the understanding of the scriptures Christ already laid it down Okay, because in another place he said, listen He, he who is not, not willing To forsake mother and father and follow me He is not worthy of the kingdom of heaven Again, that understanding Through him is showing us that We can't take the things That our family tries to put On us above the will of the heavenly father Okay, the Heavenly Father comes first, and the understanding and the application of the Scriptures through Jesus Christ comes first. That is what repentance is about, and that is how we're going to be the example for everyone else to follow.
2: Now, I wanted to make the connection between uh, the day that's called Mother's Day and how and the uh, the idolatrous roots that's connected to it because that it, it puts in a framework that makes it clear as to why you shouldn't be following and observing these things because of what is connected to, what is the origins of it, and how the Most High looks at this thing that you're that's perceived as being good. And you got to understand the things that are upheld according to this world is an abomination to the Lord, and a lot of things that the Most High established as good to the world, it is not a but We have to understand that this, this situation is going on. Understand where this Mother's Day is coming out of, which is actually called Mothering's Day, and it's idolatrous connections. And once you get that, you understand, you know, it, it seems good on the surface. It has semblance of righteousness and goodness, but, the, but it denies the establishment of the Most High commandments and it actually goes against them. Um, I don't know if you wanted to go to the PSA or you wanted to do that now.
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and do that, um, listen to the announcement, and then we come back and you can go ahead and uh, go into a thorough explanation and uh, how that connects up? All right, here's the announcement.
0: Brothers and sisters, at this time, please accept our invitation to dig with us in the virtual living room to discuss today's topic. Comments or questions are eagerly encouraged whether they agree or disagree with the viewpoints expressed by those involved in the program. To visit us in the virtual living room, please call 646-716-7749. Also, you can visit our website at thebocc.com. That's T-H-E-B-O-C-C.com. Or you can email us at bodyofchrist at ureach.com. You reach is the letter U followed by the word reach. So that's body of Christ at UReach dot so call it at one eight
3: seven seven 871
0: this program I can is broadcast live each Sunday at so 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern
4: Standard. Remember to visit us right now with a virtual that's why, living that's why
1: room by you have calling 614-716-7749. Now back to the day show. Okay. We've got somebody talking over the announcement. I'm somebody might have thought that the song was on mute in the last minute. All right, but uh, we're back in uh, Kabar. You were going to uh, make the connection between current-day Mother's Day and ancient uh, paganistic and idolatrous practices.
2: Yeah, because that's where the problem comes in. At you could take examples, examples where you say uh, uh, something like a birthday or something like that. We don't see that specifically mentioned uh, in the Bible. You know, but you don't. You have to understand that. Yes, you have. What you do have mentioned in the scriptures is we do have annual celebrations in which we acknowledge the works, the grace, the mercy of the Heavenly Father. A person may take that time, as far as annually, to recognize all that the Most High has given them, has blessed them with, and done for them every year. As far as on their birthday or something like that, not to shower themselves, but to say, you know what? From, from that time, from that specific point in time to now, the Most High has been with me, blessed me, kept me, things like that, and use that as an, a day or a time frame to, to worship the Most High, because it doesn't have connections back to anything wicked, evil, and things like that. We got to understand the traditions and the, and the, and the uh, uh, practices of the, of the nations. We got to leave alone totally. This Mother's Day, uh, I'm getting this off of Wikipedia, but there's other sources that cite the same information. Is actually called Mothering Sunday. Okay, Mothering Sunday is a so-called Christian festival celebrated throughout Europe. Secularly, it is it it, it it became the celebration of motherhood. It is increasingly called being called Mother's Day. Although in countries other than the UK and Ireland, uh, that other holiday has other origins. In the UK, it is considered synonymous with Mother's Day, as celebrated in other countries. Other country being here uh, in the United States. So this Mother's Day is tied back to this ancient uh, idolatrous festival called Mothering Sunday. Uh, now, the history on it is, in the Roman religion, the Hilaria Festival was held in honor of the Mother Goddess Sybil, like the brother mentioned earlier, and it took place during mid-March. As the Roman Empire in Europe converted to Christianity, this celebration became part of the liturgical calendar as Latter Sunday. The fourth Sunday in Lent to honor the Virgin Mary and the Mother and the Mother Church. None of these things are biblical. None of these things are in the Bible. Okay. It says during the 16th century, people returned uh, to their Mother Church for a service to be held on latter Sunday. This is either a large local church or more often uh, the nearest cathedral, like we see happening today. Uh, anyone who who anyone who did this was commonly said to have gone a mothering. Although, and, and we have to understand, like the brother mentioned, the ancient practices that used to happen in uh, idolatrous Egypt with the ISIS. We have even the wicked of our people going off, like the scriptures tell you in Jeremiah, baking cakes to the queen of heaven. You see the same concept going on throughout time about this until you come down to later times where you have the virgin Mary or the mother God, so on and so forth. All of these idolatrous, I mean, all of these ideas and concepts, that are born out of, originated from, idolatry, the practices that the heathen used to keep. And that's why we have to stay away from it, and we can't kind of assimilate it into uh, the the gospel or into, or into anything that's good as far as what Christ taught, because we see the origins of it come out of idolatry. Now, the Most High set up ways for us to serve him, and he showed that perfect example through Christ as far as how we're supposed to worship him, and we cannot serve the most high the way the nations have served their gods Or the way these idolatrous practices Have established to serve their idols You go to Deuteronomy chapter 12 Verse 29 to go Can into I
1: just ask one question um, So now you, you spoke in terms of These uh, ancient practices That we're, we're not supposed to do those Okay now right. what ancient
2: practices Are actually being conducted On Mother's Day Today Well this is the thing it's a time where you're taking out it's, – it's a watered-down version of the worship of the mother goddess that they used to do as far as civil. You're taking that female, uh, uh, female uh, characteristic or that female entity, or that female figure, so to speak. And it's the same way – nowadays, you don't make sacrifices to it. But here we get, in this day and time, we have a uh, symbolically do it by offering a present, taking your mother out, uh, a recognition of some sort um, in, in, that, in that same kind of way. Uh, back then they offered sacrifices. Back then they offered other gifts and things to this mother goddess symbol. In the Roman times, now you offer gifts of some sort or you offer some sort of acknowledgement in that way. The scriptures already cover that because it tells you to honor your mother and father. That's every day, all day. But here it's it's pointing out a specific time where you are supposed to make this special uh, uh, obedience or the special um, acknowledgement. But the thing is that this day is exactly tied back to something that used to happen in the past coming straight out of our idolatry. That's where the connection is coming in at.
1: In my research about uh, the origins of Mother's Day in the United States, at one time, uh, they had something to deal with. I think the, the first one that was observed, uh, the lady who started it, she gave everyone in the church carnations on Mother's Day, gave them flowers. Uh, does that have anything to do with any technical idolatrous practice
2: at all? I'm not, I'm not sure about that. But the thing is that when we look at as far as how the Most High established the proper worship, we can't be out of outside of that and start adding things into the practices that we're supposed to be observing. Jeremiah chapter 10 and verse 2 says, Thus saith the Lord, learn not the ways of the heathen. And these, and these practices for our mother's days and things that surround that is born out of the practices and the ways of the heathen. Okay, and in this case, Lord, the heathen being what? The, well, a heathen just means one who is not of the chosen of the Heavenly Father whom he has given his commandments, whom Christ died for, things like that. He's just talking about his chosen people people outside of the covenant that he established with them. The covenant okay. people is his nation of Israel. Anybody outside of that covenant is considered a heathen. So just talking about the, in other words, the other nation. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, a non-Israelite who was not under the covenant of the Most High. Jeremiah 10 and 2. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. Because you have uh, astrology and astrologers and, and the horoscopes. Everybody goes with these things. You see, that Most was against that. Be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. That's what the nations follow. That's why we weren't supposed to get into it. Okay, what's my horoscope for today? You see, it, it seems like it's innocent enough, but you got to understand when you go back to where it came from, it's wicked. And the Mosiah was against it. We're just, we just doing watered-down versions of, of something that the Mosiah condemned in the past and condemns now. Okay, the third verse. For the custom of the people for the customs of the people are vain then it goes into a particular custom and says for so one cut up a tree out of the forest the work of uh, of the hands of the workmen with the axe and that's going into the modern day which you see the Christmas tree so on and so forth so you can see how these or the original practices is born straight out of idolatry which the most high has condemned the world and Satan through deceit and everything has mixed it up watered it down they handed it back to the people and all of a sudden we confused on Whether it's right or wrong. No, the origins are idolatry then, it's idolatry now, and we're not supposed to follow it. Okay. Uh, Anyone else have any comments on that?
3: I guess not. All
1: right, so now (laughs) you have people that have been doing this for generations, of course. We've established that. And, And now they're looking at. uh, potentially making a change. You know, they've mm-hmm. listened to the program. They've gone to the website, what is it, uh
3: Mother's Day Central or
1: whatever it is. Is that what it's called? Mother's Day Central?
3: Yeah. Um, that's just okay, one so of many websites. I'm sorry? I said that's just one of the many websites that can, that shows you the origins of that holiday.
1: Okay. So so they're they're looking at making a change and and, and I I guess probably just like you brothers did when you first realized um that you shouldn't observe Mother's Day and you were making a change. Uh, well, there was probably some appreh- apprehension, and you probably visualized some type of uh, confrontation or uh, unsavory conversation that was going to be involved in, you know, introducing that change to your family. So, well, I,
3: you, I'm sorry, brother, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Could could you could answer the could question. A
1: little, yeah, could you explain a little bit about how to go about managing through that change?
3: Well, first of all, we have to remember, and I'm I'm going to use myself as an example, because, you know, I grew up celebrating Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Valentine's, all those, you know, holidays that the world, uh, that we observe here in America. And, you know, when I started reading the scriptures and, you know, getting the understanding of how to apply the example of Christ in the scriptures and what we are supposed to observe and things that we're not supposed to observe, Yes, I actually had to sit down with my family and discuss these things. Now, the thing that we have to remember is that, is that the Scripture tells us to, if at all possible, be peaceable with all men. And that all men means all men. Okay, that doesn't mean just your family or if you're a so-called Negro or whatever, you just be peaceable with, you know, just black people and don't be peaceable with everybody else. All men means all men everywhere. okay. So the thing is is that how we are peaceable with all men is that we preach according to the commandments because it becomes a thing of this is what I have to do, this is why I do it okay and not necessarily forcing saying this is what you have to do that what that person does okay is between them and the most high. But the point is is that the example and the proof is coming out of the scriptures does saith the Lord is not what I think or my opinion. So now, again, using myself as an example, I had to sit down with my mother and father and explain to them why I'm no longer following or observing the holidays. And, you know, just going through it, just I mean, and, and keeping it, you know, as simple as possible, I was like, listen, the Heavenly Father gave us the holy days that he wanted us to observe in the scriptures, okay? And these are the things that we're supposed to do to follow Christ. And, you know... And the, the whole, you know, questions would arise. It's like, well, well, I don't see what's wrong with honoring your mother and your father. You're supposed to honor your, you know, uh, get your mother something for Mother's Day, you know. And one of the arguments that kept coming up was the whole thing of family. And nothing, you know, things that are not supposed to come between you and your family. So, again, I, you know, I took her to my mother to Mark the second Chapter 31, and showed her what Christ said. And Christ was saying, listen. My mother, brother, and sisters are those that do the will of my father. You know, well
1: but but now reading you know, that scripture, doesn't that uh imply it uh, at least imply that uh your parents are not doing the will of the father, they're not doing the commandments and wouldn't that be injurious especially if your parents are in the church and especially if they're like officials or maybe a pastor or something like that of a church. You know, doesn't that like add to the dynamics of this whole uh, situation with you revealing uh, your newfound knowledge about the scripture.
3: Well, see, you're sorry, that, that's the beauty of repentance. Because the thing is, is that if we're all uh, professing to follow the word of the Heavenly Father, then when we read those things in context, okay, when we read those things in context out of the scriptures, then it's not supposed to be, well, this is how I feel about it. It's not supposed to be, well, you know, this is what I think and this is what, you know, this is what we're we're going to do. It's supposed to be, that's the beautiful thing about repentance, is that repentance is not somebody's opinion. Repentance is following the example of Christ according to as it is written. So that way, that levels the playing field. So it's not a matter of, well, that's what you said or that's how you feel. It's like, listen, either we're going to follow the word of the Heavenly Father or we're just going to wait on judgment from the Most High. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to. And, you know, the, the Heavenly Father... He he's very merciful, you know, because just because someone hears it for the first time and doesn't apply it, that's between that's the mercy that the Lord has on them to give them that same space of repentance that He's given to us. So that's that's the beautiful thing about repentance is that the Heavenly Father ultimately is the judge when it comes to us learning and following the example of Christ. So just because, you know, when I was dealing with my parents that they didn't see it then, that doesn't mean before the Lord requires their life that they won't see it but that's entirely between he and them. But from my perspective, and the example that's left by Christ, us that have that understanding, we have to be those lights and those shining examples so that people that don't have it have at least have something tangible to see. And from that, they will inquire, and if it be the Lord's will, they'll learn from it and follow Christ for themselves, understanding it for themselves. Kudaki, Abadji uh, just
1: brought up a really interesting point, and that is about, the parents or, or whoever it is that you're introducing this to, them seeing it, because obviously not everybody will see, understand, and appreciate this as truth. Could you, through the scriptures, of course, shed some light on why it is that some people see this and understand it, that, you know, Mother's Day is paganistic and other people don't?
3: Wow.
0: Um,
3: I was going to go to Isaiah thirty and nine.
0: Yeah, that one. I was going to go to John 10. I'd like to read John 10 right quick, if I could. And maybe this lends a little bit of credence to it, But uh, and I'll give a little bit of an explanation behind it. In John 10 and 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Now, before we go any further into that scripture, the brother brought it out ever so eloquently that for those who have been introduced to it and may not see it yet, excuse me, and don't see it yet, it might not be for the. It might not be the Lord's will that they see it right then and there, at that moment. But for those who do see it and are following it, those are the, and, and continue on it to the end. Those are the sheep of Christ. And our purpose, our responsibility, as the brother also brought it out, is to be those lights of examples, be those lights, be those examples of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so that other people see. That example, that spirit of Christ in us, and then they repent, and and, and and basically they endure to the end, and they also see the kingdom of heaven as well. Now, mm-hmm. how the Lord has this set up, as uh, the scriptures uh, uh, point out to us in, in the Corinthians, one man planteth, another man watereth, but, the, but God Almighty gives the increase. So now we'll just use, I'll just use the example that uh, Abacha put out. He put it out, say, for example, to his parents. They may not see it. A few months, a few years down the line, somebody else comes and adds on to what Abadja put through, uh, what Abadja introduced to his parents, and it could be that they see it through that particular person, but the overall point is God gives that increase. It was the Heavenly Father that gave the increase. In other words, it was the Lord that opened up their eyes and allowed them to finally see what it was that Abajah started through trying to explain to them the reasons why we should do this, this, and this, and the reasons why we should not do this and this and this, and we should not celebrate this, this, and that. Okay. Uh, you, want to, you have
1: anything you want to add to that? No,
4: go
3: ahead. On. Actually, I got something I wanted to add to that because okay. the thing that we encounter a lot of times is that you know when 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 repentance is first introduced to us, you know, no matter what it is, you know, whether it's a holiday or whether it's things pertaining to the dietary law or whether it's how we want to how we interact with each other, you know, a lot of times we'll try to hold on to some of those things to uh, to appease those that want to continue in you know, in those vain customs and in those ways that are contrary to the scripture and think that we can basically straddle the fence. But I want to read, uh, first Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 20. And this is Paul speaking. He says, but I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils And that's going along with the same understanding that Christ Gave when he said you cannot serve God and mammon So what happens is is that Ultimately we all as individuals Have to make a decision of whether Or not we're going to follow the commandments Through the example of Jesus Christ Or we're just going to continue and Ignore the, the grace and the mercy that the Lord gave us and we're going to continue in our sins But again it goes back To the Heavenly Father himself Being the judge as far as how that's going to work out, okay, and how that's going to be judged. So the thing is, you know, as far as what people want to do, you know, again, that, that's between them and the Lord. But if we're going to hold this Bible and say that we are truly following Jesus Christ, we have to do it as it is written. And under have to do it through the understanding that that Christ gave us. That's what's going to save us.
1: Hey, Kazaki, uh, can, can you give us a little bit of insight to someone who is looking at uh Repentant of Mother's Day, okay, so to speak. Um, some some things that they may be confronted with uh, in, in in repenting of Mother's Day, and how to go about handling that. Because we we already talked about discussion that may take place between uh, a, a child and their mother. But you know, are there any other things that uh, you, you might be confronted with? Any other challenges that you may be confronted with, and you probably want to
0: be at least
1: psychologically prepared to deal with it.
0: Well, first and foremost, the main thing that one needs to one needs to uh, reconcile within him his excuse me or herself is uh, repentance now I'd like to read Ecclesiastes five and seven make no tarrying to turn to the Lord and put not off from day to day, for suddenly shall the wrath of the Lord come forth, and in thy security thou shalt be destroyed and perish in the day of vengeance. So the overall point is when we hear this gospel when we hear the message of repentance from Christ, we should not procrastinate repenting and coming back to Christ and learning. Now, as far as what you post to me, what I would recommend out of the scriptures is Ecclesiastes 5 and 7, that which I just read, don't procrastinate, return to the Lord in repentance. The next thing I would, uh, I would uh, recommend that somebody does is uh, Isaiah 34 and 16, which says, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. So what we're supposed to do is seek out the Bible and read the scriptures. Not just read the scriptures, study the scriptures, apply the scriptures, apply the teachings of Christ, read about Christ and study Christ and what he taught, study his example. And not only just read and study it, then apply it. So all that's supposed to be happening, reading, studying, and applying. And as far as dealing with, or with somebody else, or trying to explain why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing or why it is that we shouldn't uh, uh, celebrate M- Mother's Day, then that goes into the explanation. Here it is. This is what Christ said. We're supposed to honor our parents all the time. We're supposed to do this. We're supposed to do that. What we have to do is make sure, in explaining this, what we have to do is make sure that our actions, first and foremost, our mindset. Let's start with the mindset first. We have to make sure that first and foremost our mindset is in accordance to the scriptures, the teachings of Christ, and then subsequently your actions will be. So in explaining that, you have to explain this is the reason why I'm not celebrating Mother's Day because of the fact that it's grounded in idolatry, it's based in idolatry, and the Heavenly Father here shows us that we're not supposed to have any type of association or affiliation with idols or paganistic customs or anything that is not coming out of the Bible what now if they if the person to whom they're explaining this information doesn't see it does it mean that you 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 assume a negative attitude and say "I'll, I'll forget you you won't see it no because you still have to apply the fruits of the spirit one of those fruits is patience so you still have to apply the fruits of the spirits patience and explaining and explaining and how you're dealing.
3: Right, and I just wanted to add another thing too, because just to go to the whole thing of honoring your father and your mother according to the commandments. Um, you know, again, using myself as an example, I normally speak to my parents on a you know on a weekly basis. Usually, it's on a Sunday, and I happened to speak to my mother today, not even remembering that it was Mother's Day. And one of the first things that came out of her mouth is, "Hey, how you doing?" I know that you don't celebrate Mother's Day, but how are you doing? So the thing is, is that, again, it goes back to our example and being peaceable with all men. Because of the example that I set forth, even when I spoke to my mother today, the first thing that came to her mind is, oh, my son doesn't observe Mother's Day. So there's a way for us to stand firm in the commandments and set forth the example of Christ and not be at enmity with people that are still willing to deal Okay, but had she basically come on the phone and be like, oh, so you are calling for Mother's Day and been all confrontational, then I would have had to basically go back to what this, how the Scriptures tell us to do and be like, listen, you know that I don't observe Mother's Day. You don't have to deal with that whole thing again. But the point is is that when the example of Christ is set forth, a lot of times we'll see that, you know, that, that there's no need for a confrontation because the words that we're speaking are not our own, and people are going to remember that.
1: Okay. Alright, uh, Kabar. I'm gonna uh, give you the uh, parting words. Uh, you got about 30 seconds. Um, anything that you want to say to the listeners?
2: I would say, um, of all things, is uh, follow the example of the Bereans in Acts 17 and 11. How they searched the scriptures daily to see whether the things that were told to them were true. Okay. Second uh, 2 Timothy 2:15. 2. Study to show yourself approved. a workman uh, workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly diverting, dividing the word of truth, and uh, Isaiah 8 and 20, uh, the law and the testimony, if they speak not according to this verse because there's no light in them. Just make sure everything that you're following is actually, you can find it in the chapter and verse according to Christ. That's all. All
1: right. Well, uh, brothers, uh, thank you so much for your participation in the program today, and We'd like to extend uh, gratitude to all those who are listening And those who are in the chat room But most of all All praises go out to the Most High Son of Christ Until next time The Most High in the name of Christ Bless you all Shalom La-la. Brothers and sisters Thank you for visiting with us In the virtual living room Of the Body of Christ Church You can visit our website at T-H-E B-O-C-C or you can email us at bodyupchrist.com or call us at 877-871-1712. Until our next visit, let in the name of Christ. Bless you.
0: Shalom.